0: Heavenly Father, the great Paschal Triduum has begun. The most important days in the history of the world. These three days changed everything and made possible our redemption and our salvation. In these days we see, like never before, that your love for us is not just words, but is made manifest in the actions that your Son has done for each of us by name. Fill us with your grace and help us to do our best. To push aside distractions and to make time to linger on these events so as to know your love more intimately, to have our lives transformed so that we are able to tell others about what you have done for us. All this we ask through Christ our crucified Lord. Amen. My friends, if I were to ask the average practicing Catholic, what this day is about. This Thursday that we call holy, what's it about? I bet 90% of the people would say it's about Jesus' command to serve. And if I asked any kid what their favorite part of this Mass is, it's the washing of the feet. I remember it as a kid. I look forward to it every single year. But in fact... That's not what this day is about. In the Roman Missal, that big book we use, it tells us what we have to preach on. It's the only day in the entire year that the church says you have to preach on this. It only took me 11 years to figure this out. It says you must preach on the Eucharist, the priesthood, and Christ's call to serve. I was talking to Father Nick Schneider about this and he said, you know what's even cooler than that? I was like, what, what is it? Because I'm right, I love cool things. And he's like, in the new translation, they move the comma. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But in fact, it is very important, that comma. Because it used to say you have to preach on the Eucharist, comma, the priesthood, comma, and the calling of Christ. To service, Which makes them sound like they're all separate. Now it says you must preach on the priesthood, the Eucharist, comma, and the calling of Christ to serve. The priesthood and the Eucharist cannot be separated. You cannot have one without the other. They're an integral whole. The faith begins with the Eucharist. And the Eucharist comes through the hands of a priest. And my friends, this year more than ever... I have been painfully aware that in the priesthood I got nothing. I have nothing. A priest himself really has nothing. Nothing that's his own. All that belongs to Christ. All that we have. We are stewards of the mysteries that belong exclusively to God. We are stewards of the souls that belong exclusively to God. To the parishes and the schools that belong exclusively to God. This whole year, this thought has been lingering in my head, but it became especially clear a few days ago, when all of us priests gathered together to celebrate the chrism mass. During that mass, all of us priests renew our promises that we took at ordination. This year, I was in tears because of how deeply I desire to live these promises, and yet how often I fail. So often, we priests fail to live the life of love and sacrifice and commitment to you, the faithful, that we promised the day that we were ordained to the sacred priesthood. We lack patience. We're short with people. We lack charity. We struggle doing the very thing Jesus commands us to do tonight in the gospel to lay down our lives for you. Father Wolf and I know better than anyone in this church. How short we fall of what we've been called to do. And for that, I ask forgiveness. I'm sorry. And even to my associate, who I may have let down over this year, who I haven't been at times maybe a good spiritual father where I may have dropped the ball, I ask forgiveness from him too. The reality is my good and faithful people we give what we can we can't alone give. We do something that it's not our work. We're on a mission and we become a bearer of that which has committed to our charge which isn't ours. We're called to bring a healing, a hope, a love and a peace that didn't start with us and isn't really reliant on how great or holy we are. It's Christ's work. It's Christ's love. Christ's priest And what has kept all of us priests faithful, I think, and focused in spite of our weaknesses, our inconsistencies, our setbacks, our failures, whatever it is, is the greatest gift that God has given to humanity. A gift that comes through the weak and sinful hands of a priest. The Eucharist. An hour a day we spend with them, us priests, every day, sometimes longer if we can. It sustains us. It's our everything. Can I explain it? No, not really. I just know that without that time in prayer, I would never make it as a priest, yet alone as a Christian. And this call to be with Jesus in the Eucharist is not just for us religious, it's for all of us. Pope St. John Paul II once said, it would be wrong to think that ordinary Christians can be content with a shallow prayer life, especially in the face of so many trials in the world today. They would not only be mediocre Christians, but Christians at risk of losing their faith. And yet, despite this warning from the great saint, there is so little love of the Eucharist in our day and age in the church. If we believe that God, God, is in that tabernacle, how can we not want to spend time with him every day? How did the Eucharist become so blasé in our culture? As if it's just a piece of bread in a box. I recently read an article that said only 25% of Catholics believe that the Eucharist is truly Jesus. That means that two-thirds of the church is disconnected from the source of all the heroic virtues of Christianity. And we wonder why we're losing the battle against the culture. Imagine a sports team where only 25% of the team was all in. How good would they be? You know what they would be? The Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> As a side note, I heard a joke the other day, a guy said he wanted all of his pallbearers to be Vikings players. And I said, "Why?" And he said, "Because I want them all to let me down just one last time.") <laughs> but that's the problem right now is we're not all in. Even myself, I'm with you in this. This is not an indictment. This is an encouragement. We all can do more. We know it. We're called to be saints. Anything less is a great tragedy in this life. I don't know if you know who Father Benedict Rochelle was, but he was a priest. He was a holy, famous Franciscan friar from New York, and he was on EWTN a lot. I recently heard a story about him. There was a Franciscan art exhibit at the Metropolitan Art Museum in New York, and his order was invited to come early to have a a preview of the exhibition because it was all Franciscan art from which their order came. And so for two hours, they walked around and saw the great cultural classics of the Franciscan world that have been handed down throughout the ages. And when they walked out, they were exiting, and there was a long line of people waiting to get into the Met. And as he walked by, dressed as a Franciscan, a woman grabbed his arm and she said, excuse me, are you part of the exhibit or are you the real thing? He said that stuck with him for the rest of his life. Are you pretending to be something or someone or are you the real thing? Do I really believe all that Jesus said? Am I the real thing? Do I really pray and practice charity? Do I try? Am I all in? Or do I pretend? When I walk out of this church, am I the real thing? Do people know that I'm the real thing? Is the Eucharist the center of my life? Or is it the things of the world? The reality of this life, my friends, is not just that us priests got nothing. We all got nothing. No matter how hard we try to satisfy our eternal longings, on our own, we are destined to fail, to fall away, to lose hope. Remember when Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. But tonight at this Mass, You will hold in your hand everything. Everything you need in this life is in the Eucharist. It is what gives us the power to wash the feet of others. To practice charity, to serve the poor, to love our enemies. And it will come to you through the hands of a priest as a gift from the Father. And to the extent that you make the Eucharist the center of your life, you will live the great call of Christ the High Priest to serve, to love, and to lay down your life for others. You will be the real thing. May the Eucharist, which is the source and summit of our faith, become the source and summit of our lives.